0: Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm excited to be here with you for the 43rd episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thank you very much for being here. If you were not tuned in to this, I would not be doing it. So thank you very much. Um, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing a hand with you where I made a really big fold where I almost never would have made it in the past. And the reason I made this fold, or one of the main reasons, is because I did a webinar a while back with Phil Helmuth, who is you know, the biggest winner in World Series of Poker Tournaments, and he has the most bracelets, and he is very good at reading people. And one of the main things I got from the webinar I did with him was that I need to rely on my reads a little bit more. I'm a very good live poker player, and I need to use the skills that I've developed. Whereas in the past, there are a lot of spots where I'd be like, oh, my hand is at the top of my range, my opponent could be bluffing, (laughs) and I have to call. So this hand is going to illustrate that really clearly that I. I am starting to trust my reads, and I've had pretty good results ever since then. Um, also, if you want to get a free 26-minute preview of that webinar I did with Phil Hellmuth, check out jonathanlittlepoker.com slash W-S-O-P-E, all lowercase. So be sure to check that out. So this hand is from a tournament in Australia I played a while back. And I have pocket queens with 8,000 chips, which is 80 big blinds. We're playing 50-100 in third position. So I raise to 250. A splashy guy calls in the low jack seat. 40-year-old guy calls the button. And a tight kid in the big blind decides to re-raise to 850 out of his 6,000 stack. So whenever you see someone re-raise small out of position, and this is fairly small. You have to recognize the pot size re-raise would be... Wow, pretty big. The way you figure out a pot size re-raise is you take the the bet, which is 250, multiply that by three, then add any dead money that was in the pot. So it'd be 750 plus 500, so that's 1250, plus um, another 150. So it'd be 1,400. And out of position, you usually want to make it a little bit bigger than pot. So this re-raise actually is very small. It's about half pot, which is very small for a pre-flop re-raise. And the guy's out of position, which also usually makes this a bit stronger. And I imagine in-game I probably had a read on this guy that made me think that he's probably only re-raising in this spot with very premium hands. So I don't think I can just easily fold the pocket queens, plus I am getting okay implied odds from at least the splashy guy yet to act. It's worth mentioning the guy who was 40 years old who called the cutoff. He only had uh, 1,400, 1,300 chips. So he is probably going to be putting a stack in, but I'm not too worried about him. So I decide to call. Splashy guy calls. 40-year-old guy re-raises, but not enough – he goes all in, but not enough to open the action again, open the betting again. If he re-raised more than I raise, then I think he would have to – then the tight kid could re-raise. So basically what happened is I I raised um, to 250, call, call. Tight guy makes it 600 more. I called, splashy guy calls. 40-year-old guy goes all in, but only for 450 more. So if it was 600 more, the tight kid could re-raise and then force me off my hand or force me to call off. But whenever he makes it 450 more, I know that the tight kid cannot re-raise. So, therefore, I know I'm going to see the flop a lot of the time. So, we all call 450 more and take the flop four ways, one guy all in. Flop comes 993. Pretty good for pocket queens. And the tight kid bets 850 again. So, 850 into the 5,200 chip pot. And at this point, I don't think I can just cleanly say that this guy has exactly aces or kings. I think that's pretty difficult. The splashy guy behind me could have a 9, but that's going to be pretty rare. So just looking at this spot, I think I need to call if I was playing this hand completely blind, not looking at my opponent. But I imagine in real time I felt absolutely sick about this and almost wanted to fold. And I feel like if I was playing 100% perfectly and 100% trusting my reads, I would have folded here. But this is still probably the online poker player mentality in me of, well, how are you folding this hand? If you're folding this hand, you're folding everything. And that's actually true. And you have to be very careful to not get exploited. So if I don't know anything about my opponent, I'm, I I just cannot fold here. But I do know something about my opponent, and I do know that he's playing his hand in an extraordinarily strong manner. So I think I actually should consider folding this. Beginning amazing pot odds, it's never that bad to call. Plus, your opponent could just have ace-king and think he has the nuts. Or pocket jacks and think he has the nuts. So turns of five, splashy guy folded. Turns of five opponent goes all-in for 3,800 into the 7,000 pot. And at this point, I was fairly convinced he had a hand that he thought was good. So if my opponent thinks his hand is good and he thought it was really good preflop to the point where he doesn't want his opponents to fold, I mean, most people try to re-raise a little bit larger to get people to fold when they have ace, king, or jacks, or tens. So that means my opponent has aces, kings, or queens most likely. And obviously I have two queens, so it means I'm chopping with queens and losing to aces and kings. So unless he is getting ridiculously out of line, I think I need to fold. And I think in the past, I'm pretty much never folding this. And against a generic opponent, I'm never folding this. But I've really been trying to pay attention at the poker table and have been focusing on trusting my reads. So I made the fold and saved 3,800 chips. And sure enough, the tight kid did have pocket kings and he scooped a very big pot. But that's a spot where, before I took this webinar with Phil Helmuth, I mean, I actually hosted it with him, but before I was there listening to him talk about a lot of the spots that he took that allowed him to win the World Series of Poker Europe a few years ago, I I would not have made this fold if I if I had not listened to that first. So I'd strongly suggest you at least check out the free 26-minute preview. You can get that at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash WSOPE. There'll be a link to it somewhere near this, um, this uh, podcast as well. And uh, check it out. I, I think it's a very educational webinar, and I was I've learned a lot and it saved me a lot of money and also made me a lot of money because a penny saved is indeed a penny earned in poker. So thank you very much for being here with me this week. If you have any questions or comments, definitely let me know. And I will talk to you next week.